what's going on? It's your boy Mike. I think y'all know what time it is, man. Get those questions in here. Get those questions in the live chat. We're gonna go for 15 straight minutes. Shout out to everybody that's out there, man. My man DJ Malone is claiming the throne. He's back on top today. He says, and I quote, Hey y'all, how's it going? Always a cordial gentleman, man. What's going on, DJ man? Things are going well so far, man. Another long day is coming to an end here on the East Coast, man. It is midnight, and uh, I am just happy to have made it this far, man. Just happy to have made it this far. He says, how was your day? How was your day, fam? It was good. Uh, I got no real complaints, you know, work being work, and, uh, and come home to what I consider a pretty good life. I'm having a pretty good day, man. Having a good day. Uh, what did y'all have for dinner? Oh, damn. My wife made spaghetti man this woman oh man the way she makes a spaghetti man the onions and the peppers that she cuts up and puts inside of it um i think there's like four different kind of peppers that she puts in mine um we use ground turkey instead of ground beef and then uh i get a pork sausage uh ground up in mine as well and the thinnest possible angel hair spaghetti that you have ever seen i mean i've searched I've had a whole bunch of different brands, but she knows there's one brand in particular that I really like, and it, oh, mm, so good. Now, now I'm getting hungry here. All right. Would you speculate that Charles Haley and Alvin Smith is the reason Nick Bosa will be a 49er a good long while? Uh, so, you know, the 49ers, for those of you who don't know, uh, had Charles Haley. And uh, by the way, shout out to Charles Haley. I'll let you guys hear from him really quick. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. Shout out to Charles Haley there um, with a 49er. And then he wasn't. And that was one of the biggest regrets of uh, Eddie DeBartolo's tenure here. Um, and then you move on and you get Alden Smith. And Alden Smith, you know, things happen where he couldn't finish his career here as well. Um, and I do think that the franchise has, has kind of learned its lesson where good pass rushes are hard to come by. You just don't let them go. Uh, so I know I could tell, well, let me not put words in your mouth. Um, reading this question, it felt like you wanted to ask, will he be a niner for life? Uh, but I do believe that he will get a first, uh, well, he already got the first and he's about to get the second contract here. <laughs> There's a part of me that believes he'll get a third one as well. At least maybe a restructure before the end of the second one. All right. Uh, he says here, I'm in a real bind, Mike. Do I buy a Fred Warner jersey and channel my inner Fred Warner energy? Do I get a Nick Bosa jersey and troll people with, with the potential Bosa shrug? Or Huff and channel my inner Ronnie Lott? Okay, okay. Oh, you can't. I got stupid glasses on. You can't see my facial expressions. Um, wow, this is tough. This is tough. I wouldn't go with Huff <clears throat> just yet. I don't think he's quite done enough. And I understand that the young man just had his Pro Bowl and all that. You got to be careful. You got to be cautious with those things. I'm going to turn my volume up a little bit just to make sure you guys can hear me well. Um I'm going to take Huff off of this list, and I'm going to talk about Fred Warner and then Nick Bosa. Um, Fred Warner has already received 
he's all, he's already received the uh, second contract, right? Bosa's about to get it. Um, so you kind of feel safe about both those guys. But I'm going to tell you guys something that probably no other 49ers content creator has ever said before. <clears throat> I think Fred Warner is more important to this 49ers defense than Nick Bosa. I think that there's been times, there's been portions in games, there have been games, stretches of games, where Nick Bosa is just MIA. He sets the edge fine. He plays the run well, doesn't do much as a pass rusher. Um, teams are going to eventually figure out how to neutralize him. Um, but Fred Warner really keeps the entire thing running. I understand how important Nick Bosa is. And if we get some help opposite of him, he could be even more special. Let me be very clear what I'm saying. But that linchpin, that guy right in the middle, is Fred Warner. I would go with the Fred Warner guy. I would go with the Fred Warner guy. All right. Um, Do you think – oh, sorry. This is from Nick Donald. Thank you, Nick. He says, do you think all of the broad talk from the 49ers organization is reverse psychology or like tough love basically – for Trey Lance? Um, this is a good question. This is a really good question. And I don't like that. My, uh, let's get that even there. It's like slowly rotating. I, I didn't start like that, right? All right. Um, I honestly think that if I'm the 49ers, and let's just say I thought Trey Lance was the guy. I'm going to big up Brock Purdy. And I want the whole league watching film, watching, preparing for Brock Purdy. And then, hello, here's Trey Lance. Now, if if, if you're a smarter um, team, whoever we play week one, I'm praying it's the Eagles. Um, but whoever we're playing week one, you you should be preparing for – you should be, be preparing for Trey Lance – because Purdy can't practice. He hasn't quite had the surgery. They apparently have a date set for the surgery. It's coming up. Um, and six months from then is like the start of week one, right? How coincidental is that? But it's not, I'm not, I'm not uh preparing for a guy who didn't practice all year long and was a the last pick in the draft. I'm not. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, but I think that there is some competitive advantage. How about that? Uh, and bigging up Brock Purdy if you think it's going to be the other guy. All right. Uh, Nick doubles up here. He says, uh, do you think we will draft a left tackle to replace Trent Williams? Uh, I don't think we draft a left tackle this offseason for Trent Williams' replacement. I think that happens next offseason. But you could be on to something. We very well could be sitting here in this time right now and thinking, yeah, maybe we should do that. Uh, Trent Williams looks like he has another three years left in him. I'm not going to lie to you guys, at least. He looks like he has another three years left in him. I I was going back and looking at some of this stuff, man, and um, <laughs> uh, watching, I, I think that fight uh, that he broke up during the NFC Championship game might have given given him a little boost if he was thinking about retirement and i know that he talked about you know yeah i always you think about it at the end of every season right I, that that's 
that's, I don't think he meant I, I'm thinking about going home. It's like, man, I can't wait to take a break. Like we've been running and running and running and running. Uh, it's time to unwind. You always think about not coming back, right? Um, I think that was the shot in the arm he needed. I think Trent Williams is coming back for a while now. I do. I really, really do. All right. DJ says, have y'all given the Bobo uh, the Bobo scout to anyone before? Uh, I find I find it funny that Eddie helped dump uh, Gatorade on George Seifert after Super Bowl twenty nine. Uh, I have not, I have not. But hey, now I got something to do when I go to work tomorrow. How's that, Ronnie? I got a. Well, never mind. Uh, what are your thoughts on Womack? That is a person who I thought about naming uh, last night. There was a question about who is someone that didn't play a lot that or who didn't participate last year that you expect to participate this year. And I thought about saying Womack, um, but he played some, I believe. And that's why I didn't do it. Um, I, I saw some promise. I saw some intrigue. And I was interested in seeing the young man get some more playing time. I didn't see anything that was overly concerning. Um I, I'm I'm a firm believer in you got to let these guys play. Uh, the problem is that the Niner fans don't have a lot of patience, uh, and I think the coaching staff has even less. Um, I think that if a guy's ceiling is up here, but his floor is way down here, and they have another guy who plays like this, like just somewhere in between safely all the time, I think the Niner staff really will just go with this guy uh, just because – He's just more better, uh, he, more balanced, and more consistent. Uh, and sometimes you got to let the guys with that ceiling go ahead and get in there. But we'll see what they decide to do this year. All right. Uh, good question so far, guys. Keep them coming. All right. I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you all very much. Nick says here, uh, do you think it's odd or do you just think it's a coincidence that Brock Purdy is going to have his surgery Friday instead of Monday? since the legal tampering period is Monday. Uh, I I think it's just a coincidence. I don't think his surgery, the tampering period, I don't I don't think that it's going to have anything to do uh, with, e- with each other. Um, if, if this was something else other than a delay, we got to remember this, right? No matter what you think about Brock Purdy, what you think about um, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and all that, Teams knew that Jimmy Garoppolo could play and be productive in the NFL. They didn't know how he was going to recover from that surgery, and nobody was going to touch him. And that's why the Niners couldn't really get a trade partner for him. And John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have uh, verified multiple times that they had um, not so much a trade in place, but they they had lengthy conversations uh, where they felt confident that Jimmy was going to be traded, and then the surgery happened on his shoulder, and that kind of derailed everything. Uh, much like that, this is probably going to have some of those same repercussions. So if this was about uh, if you were asking about maybe potentially trading Brock Purdy, um, if that if, if that's what you were getting at and having, having those conversations t- uh, spark during the tampering period, uh, then no, I don't think so. Uh, but he's not a free agent um, and neither is Trey Lance. So there wasn't really doesn't really do anything for the tampering period. All right. All right, here we go. I like this. I like this. I like this. Ice Niner says start bench cut. All right, we're ready. Here we go. We've got three players here. Ricky Williams, Frank Gore, or Fred Taylor. Wow. 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 All right, this is going to be pretty easy for me. 
it's gonna be pretty easy for me. You start, oh man, I'm gonna seem like a hater here, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. You start Ricky Williams, you bench Fred Taylor, you cut Frank Gore. I don't want to explain myself. I'm moving on from that question, and hopefully nobody ever remembers that one. I'm probably gonna get killed tomorrow for that. Damn, I wish that was like the last question so I could just end the show. Uh, it says, "What? Uh, this is part of my wave." Uh, what up, Mike? What's the one thing you feel? What's the one thing you feel is the first position we get in the draft to make us contenders to go back to the NFC Championship game? You know, this is a good question, but the, my my thing is, buddy, we got to go through free agency first, right? The biggest hole for the 49ers right now um, is going to vary. It's going to vary. It, it depends on what you truly think it is, right? I think defensive line might be the biggest hole that this team has. Um, and then after that, it probably goes to offensive line. Some people will have that flip, and that's okay. That's all right. Um, however, whichever one you have as a priority, you might not have as a priority after free agency. The Niners could address that. So it's really, really hard for me to answer this question right now. Um I think that if we get another good safety in the draft or a pass-catching tight end in the draft, I think that could really set us apart. I really think that either one of those, a playmaking safety or a playmaking offensive weapon, like such as a tight end or another dynamic running back, I think that could take us over the top into the moon, over the top into the moon. Absolutely. All right. Uh, JT says, uh, what's up, Mike? What quarterback should the Niners get this year? I like Rivers. I would not touch Philip Rivers. Uh, you couldn't pay me. I know that you know. Sometimes time away helps people grow fond of someone. Um, we we've seen it happen before, time and time again. Uh, people forgot just how terrible Mitch Trubisky was when he played football for the Bears. He sat out a year or was benched or whatever it was, injury. I don't remember exactly what it was. And then he came back the following season, and you had teams like Pittsburgh paying good money for this guy. He was not a better option than Jimmy Garoppolo, but they were more comfortable taking him because he had just been out of sight and out of mind, and you forget how bad he was. I remember how bad Phillip Rivers was uh, at the end of his career, and I don't care if he did want to come out in retirement and play for the 49ers for free. I wouldn't touch him. I would not touch him. Um I think that he's a he's a downgrade between from Brock Purdy. I think he's a downgrade from Trey Lance, and I think he's a downgrade from a guy like Mike White, even. Um, so I wouldn't touch him. All right. Uh, as far as who I would go and get, I mean, if we're doing a wish list, right? I, I would like to see a guy like Huntley here, or a guy like uh, he just got that tag, right? But a guy like um, Lamar Jackson. You know, like that. Those are wish list guys, but I I don't know who the real name is going to be. I would not want to see Nick Mullins. I've seen him here already. I know some people out there trying to convince you that they want to see Matt Ryan here. You don't want to see Matt Ryan here either. I I understand what the magic was and and all that, but no, you don't want to see Matt Ryan here either. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I I'm not sure. Uh, there's some guys in the draft. I'm sure that we'll we'll start to talk about uh, when that time comes. So. I, I'm not sure. I just want to get a confident, competent guy. I wouldn't be mad if Sudfeld came back, if we're going to be completely honest and transparent. Um, Nate Sudfeld, every time I watch camp videos this past offseason, um, 
you would see a beautiful pass going to Debo or a, 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 a beautiful pass going to Danny Gray or, you know, and it's like, man, look at that throw. And you're rewinding it trying to see because the Niners would just show the launch point like really quick. You're rewinding it to try to see who it was. And nine times out of ten, those really nice passes that were going on, they were Nate Sudfeld. He had some velocity on him, some zip on him, some touch on him. I mean, that guy was really throwing the ball around. I think we kind of got robbed of the opportunity to see what he could do. I would go with Nate Sudfeld. All right. Uh, that's going to do it, though, guys. I appreciate you all for jumping in here. You guys have been phenomenal. I thank you all for your time, your cooperation, and more importantly, your consideration for watching this channel you guys are great like subscribe tell somebody about us and i'll see you guys same time same place tomorrow peace